AEC Business, the construction industry's innovation and technology show. Hello and welcome to this episode of the AEC Business Podcast. My name is Arnie Heiskanen and my guest is Gonzalo Galindo, president at Semex Ventures. We will discuss startup funding, construction technology and this year's construction startup competition. Gonzalo, it's great to have you on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me today. Thank you. I'm sure that many of our listeners already know Semex, but please tell us about Semex Ventures and its mission. Well, Semex Ventures is the open innovation platform from Semex. Semex is a heavy building materials company involved mostly in uh, cement, ready mix, and aggregates. And we have also some other businesses related to the construction value chain. Um, we uh, try to source innovation, technologies, business models, which we believe might help us um, achieve certain uh, strategic objectives for CEMEX. Uh, among those uh, really involved in decarbonization of our operation, circular economy, as the cement business is really a, a heavy waste eater, uh, anything related to the future of building materials, the future of construction processes, uh, productivity for us, for our customers, and as well, uh, issues related to supply chain. As you know, uh, material sourcing is is one of the biggest uh, issues in the construction world today. No, So we, we, we try to go there and try to invest in startups, uh, generate new businesses uh, related to new technologies, new business models, which might help us achieve certain those, those strategic objectives. You, you are a corporate venture capital uh, firm. How does a corporate venture capital firm differ in its approach and objectives from traditional VC uh, firms, especially within the construction sector? Well, um, our purpose is more strategic in nature. In venture capital fund, uh, their duty is to generate a financial return to their investors. Uh, doesn't mean that the money we invest doesn't have to have financial return, but the focus of our investments are more strategic in nature. We we invest based on certain uh, requirements or certain um, needs that strategically the corporation that we belong to is looking for. No, uh, for example, cement production is a heavy CO two emitter, and one of our strategic invest uh, strategic. Uh, Objectives is to reduce our footprint as low, uh, to net zero by 2050. So we invest in those technologies which will help us reduce our carbon footprint. Uh, a, a, a venture capital fund uh, will invest in those activities or those technologies which they believe will return financially fastest, soonest. No? If I understand correctly, you are taking a little bit more long-term uh, view into the business. We take a longer-term view into the business, and we invest in things that only in things that are interesting to us from the strategic point of view. Of course, whenever we reach that point in which we decide this is a good investment, because from the strategic point of view, this will help us achieve certain objectives. Well, then, then we do as well the the, the financial analysis. You no, know? I mean, at the end of the day, any money we invest has to return them uh, some uh, has to. It shows certain returns to our investors, not which and the investors is Semex's investor, not and Semex itself. What do you see as the most critical changes we have to make in the construction industry 
to become more future-proof. This is a world in which uh, sustainability is becoming more and more important, uh, where construction and, and the built environment uh, generates the vast majority of the of the of the CO two emissions no, in the world. Partially is the materials building, but also is the, the the design of the buildings and the way we build and the operation of the building. So what we really need to strive is to actually reduce that footprint as much as possible. For example, in our case, we have very stringent targets to reduce our emissions with very stringent uh, KPIs to be achieved by 2030, 2040, 2050, no? and, uh, and in order to achieve net zero emissions in that time frame. No? Uh, but also, the construction world can do a lot in, in designing differently, in choosing the better materials, more sustainable uh, materials which will last longer, um, and, and, and also making sure that the, the, the whole equation, whenever we do a building or a project, actually uh, aims to the, the lowest footprint in, 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 in carbon emissions as a whole. No? So moving forward, I think this will be a very top priority uh, in every single project. No? It's not necessarily only me as a cement producer or, 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 or a building materials producer reducing my, car my, my carbon footprint, and my sustainability credentials, improving them, but also designers and, and projects themselves need to uh, aim to actually reduce that 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 footprint as well. No? If if this sustainability is so central in in our future, what sustainable technologies or practices is your CBC firm keen on supporting? Well, of course, as we are. Um, a, a, a industry which emits a lot of CO2. Certainly, we're currently focused a lot in uh, carbon capture, carbon usage, changing our fuel mixes, uh, reducing the use of uh, of um, fossil fuels, uh, trying to uh, recycle as much material as possible, uh, using uh, twice, three times, and as many times as possible whatever resources we are we, we need to 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 to, to produce. No. Uh, but also, we're uh, also uh, trying to provide the market with lower footprint materials. For example, we pro we, we have our Vertua uh, line of product, which is uh, a very mixed component, which uh, has substantially reduced footprint in carbon. We also uh, aim to convince and to work with designers, uh, specifiers, architects to actually make sure that the whole equation, not only my materials, but the whole equation, is a lower footprint uh, in terms of um, uh, damaging to, to, to the environment, no? not only carbon, but, but other potential uh, sustainability issues as well. No? So we have been investing as well in uh, <clears throat> products which help them calculate those issues and, and optimize their designs in, in a way which are more uh, responsible from the sustainability point of view. No? <clears throat> Having said that, this is not only about the evident things, no? Uh, there's some other things that you can do which are not necessarily uh, directly correlated to the carbon footprint of a product. For example, the supply chain, the less trucks you have in the streets, the better you buy, the simpler you buy. Those all things, they also add to reducing the footprint and improve the sustainability creations of a product, no? So those are also uh, technologies and business systems and business models that we're investing in trying to make sure that uh, whenever 
if somebody believes I need to do this type of project, they know that uh, they will be dealing with a much more sustainability-based company like us, no? So you have been working with startups for several years now, but how can well-established industrial companies balance between maintaining their legacy operations and embracing disruptive innovations by which uh, these startups uh, represent? It is really not an easy task, to be honest, uh, because in order to make innovation happen, you need to make innovation happen, and that's not really easy. Uh, many of my colleagues, which are on the production sites or, or, or the commercial front and so on, their aim in the world is to sell, produce, and generate returns to uh, and, and create and create profits, no? And that sometimes goes against uh, me coming in and telling them, look, can you try this? Shall we try to do that? And so on. It's somehow not necessarily an, an aligned objective, no? So it's really a lot of um, conversation, um, making sure that we're pushing the right buttons, not only from the strategic point of view, but also making sure that whenever we come up with a proposal, a testing or new technology and so on, they also see some value in that. And, and that requires a lot of conversations, a lot of uh, working together, inviting them to help me evaluate those technologies and so on, and, and, and making them part of the process. No? Otherwise, it's going to be almost impossible for them to uh, redirect their efforts from the day-to-day activities to the actual uh, making innovation happen. No? Yeah, I can imagine that's not <laughs> straightforward, yes. It is, it is hard. It is really hard. And, and also depends on different factors. No? There, there are certain technologies and certain objectives that everybody is so convinced that they are actually calling me every day saying me, how do you find something like this? Can you help me find something like that? No? But there are some others which are not necessarily that evident. And those are the ones uh, or in which every people's mind is, is, is a world. No? So uh, making that connection is not necessarily simple, no? What advice would you would you give to construction sector startups or or tech developers um, looking to collaborate with a secure uh, or secure investment from a CVC like yours? I think that in our case we we work a lot with those uh, startups or those entrepreneurs trying to figure out what is really the purpose of of my of my money. You know, uh, we never give just a check for the sake of giving a check. We give a check because we aim to, to to help them help me somehow, no? By me helping them to have a a, a funding rate which may make them uh, explore the the possibilities of the technology they are developing or or escalating those technologies. Uh, I am trying to help myself and actually trying them to help them escalate those technologies together. Uh, in many of those technologies. Um, they need uh, companies like us to test things. We have the assets where they can test them. We have the, the R&D capabilities, the engineering capabilities to escalate things which are small, which probably were tested in a lab, but now they have to test it in a big cement lab. So those type of, of, of conversations happen very, very often. And, and, uh, and even if they are more 
things which are more related to our customers. We have the customer base, which they can approach to us and actually test their the, the technologies and their solutions. No? So whenever we sit down with this with this startup, it's really a conversation of what is the future together in which we can make you better and we better. Uh, and we don't find, if we don't find that match, we hardly will invest. Uh, we really need to see that, that there's a future together in which we can help them um, escalate those technologies and by escalating those technologies, helping me achieve those strategic objectives, which I mentioned at the beginning. No? As, as, you, as I said, you have been working with startups for, for several years now. Are there any success stories that you can share with us? There are quite a few. Uh, some more, um, uh, some bigger, some not as big as they sound, but big in, in, in our hearts, I would say. Uh, we have uh, certainly helped uh, companies achieve a certain uh, escalation of technologies. For example, in the in the capture uh, in the carbon capture front, uh, we have helped companies uh, increase the the maturity level of those technologies uh, steadily from very early stage at the lab level to uh, pilot programs in cement plants, which is in the industrial environment, which is the really the big step where those technologies fail. We manage them to make not fail and have a chance to become a serious player in, in those technologies. No? Also in carbon usage, we manage to help uh, companies like Car Carbon Upcycling, which is a company which we invested from Canada to 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 actually go from also from the lab level to an industrial environment and helping us reduce our carbon footprint. Um, in in the in, in the supply chain issues, for example, we took a company like Padroner, which is a last mile delivery company in the US. We took them, we, we brought them to Mexico. We helped them and and, and leveraging services as customer. They are growing very fast in Mexico, having customers like Amazon, like uh, Mercado Libre, which are a big uh, digital retailers around. So th there's plenty of, of, of examples here and there. No, of course, uh, in some of them we will fail, but in the vast majority of them we have managed to to make sure that whenever we invest in a technology, we have a clear path on how we're going to help each other escalate those technologies. And 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 so far it has been uh, a first success for us. Yeah, that's surprising to hear because, uh, to my knowledge, over 90% of startups fail. Indeed. So far, our portfolio, uh, we have had some failures, but I would say that 80-90% uh, of the of our investments are still alive and I'm hoping to continue alive. How do you see the future of your CVC uh, in the next five to ten years? What 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 kind of changes might you expect to see? I I I used to say that if an innovation program doesn't innovate itself, it stops being stops being an innovation program. So on a continuous basis, we every year year and a half we sit down as a group and discuss where we go from here because we need to be at the tip of the wave to actually make sure that we are looking at the right opportunities and we're connecting those opportunities with the right strategic issues that the company was involved. No? So I see that happening continuously in the in the future. Having said that, I think CEMEX strategic objectives are very clear. It will take some time to achieve them because, I mean, we want to decarbonize ourselves overnight. 
it will take time. Those technologies are not yet ready. So I see ourselves still continuing uh, this path of finding those technologies, which will help us achieve those to take objectives and making sure that there's a common understanding of what does it mean for us as self ventures investing in your startup, no? Uh, we will continue heavily knocking doors and trying to create partnerships and relationships in this uh, ecosystem, uh, trying to make sure that um, we not only um, continue being a relevant player in the construction world, innovation world, uh, but but continue being a, a, as a one of the leaders of thought in this construction innovation world. So for us, it has been very relevant that 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 we make the time and the effort to do that because that helps us connect uh, with not only with other players, other CDCs, other VCs in the in the but but be have a better chance to to access those technologies which will really change the future of construction. No? You have been organizing this construction startup competition, but uh, what was the competition like this year? What kind of entrance did you have? This year, I think it was, give uh, or take, more or less the same as previous years. Uh, we got more than 500 entries, uh, which is more or less what we get every year, uh, which is which is good. Um it, it took a little bit of effort this year to actually ramp up the entries. It started a little bit slow, but we ended very strong. Uh, with our partners, I think we have done a very good effort in um, making this competition available, and the evaluation has been very thorough this year. Uh, our partners have been working very strong with us to actually make sure that this startup competition uh, is a success. And I think the finalists that we're going to go uh, next week uh, to the Trimble Dimension Chef uh, event in Las Vegas uh, show a good display of what this cloud construction startup competition can do. Um, as every year and as every week thing we do in some ventures, uh, we continuously figure out what can we do better and how, what, how should we twist and, and redesign things in order to make it more appealing to to the startups that are, which are participating, no? and and every year we do that. Next year, expect the same. Something come, something will come up that is different from previous year. Hoping to uh, entice those startups to participate, no. Yeah, the number was really uh, impressive. Uh, Five hundred en- entries. That is, <laughs> that is uh, very good, I think, and and shows that there is interest in in construction technology and and in in, in the startup world. World, yes, that's very good. Um, but how can our listeners find more information about uh, Semex Ventures and and the competition also? Well, they can go to our website uh, www www.semexventures.com uh, there's a specific section in our base website about the competition, our portfolio about who we are uh, we try to be as transparent as and open to anybody which visits us to really understand what Semex Ventures stands for uh, uh, you can also uh, access the website of our uh, competition partners like uh, uh, 
Leonard by Vinci, like Noah by Sangoval, and you will find as well some information about the competition and, of course, about the the, the innovation progress that they follow. No, uh, I think the, the the nicest thing about the competition is that it's not a self-expenses effort only. Yes, we were the creators of the competition, but this wouldn't happen with the help of our partners. No, and and, and our partners have been instrumental in making this uh, competition grow. No, uh, but again. If, if you are an entrepreneur willing to understand what we do and, and what about the competition and so on, uh, just visit our website and for sure you can find all the information there. One thing that I didn't ask you uh, yet is about your personal background and how, how did you become the president of Semex Ventures? That's a, an interesting question. Honestly, um, by chance, I would say. <laughs> no, I've been, I, I, I mean, I'm not... I'm not new in Simon. I've been in this company 25 years. Mm-hmm. I've done mm-hmm. all sorts of things for a company. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I bought companies for the company. I bought our operations in Egypt, a few operations in Indonesia. Uh, I collect a big uh, acquisition here in Europe, which uh, the, the acquisition of RMC, which actually uh, made 90% of our footprint in Europe. Uh, I ran our operations in the UK and Northern Europe. I ran our operations in the east part of the US. Uh, all our assets uh, east from the Mississippi River, including Florida, Alabama, Georgia, and so on. Um, and uh, one day, I've been very vocal about uh, strategic issues in the company. I was head of strategic planning at some point. Uh, I've been very vocal as well about the future of the company and how the company should address certain issues that the construction industry faces and company local faces. And one day our CEO called me and told me, I mean, because you are very vocal on those decisions, why don't you help me establish a, a new concept of innovation for the company and and, and work on those issues. No, and, and and that happened seven years ago and seven years down the down down the road and still here uh, trying to figure out uh, how to improve and make the company a much more innovative company, no? I think you've been very successful. Thank you very much. Uh, it hasn't been uh, overnight. It has been the effort of, of, of the whole team and so on. Gonzalo, it has been a pleasure having you as a guest and I really hope what you're doing will make uh, our industry more future resilient. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to this podcast and visit aec-business.com, the award-winning blog, for more news and stories. 